So it was uh, it was 9 p.m. I looked in the mirror. I was sweating bullets. I looked like I was a fucking. I'd, I'd entered one flew over from the cuckoo's nest. Jack I've never Nicholson. Seen you like that before. I was an absolute mess, and I, I remember taking one look in the mirror. You weren't there, and then walking to the edge of my balcony on my beautiful view of a hotel lobby with palm trees and a river, and just thinking, well, what happens if I just topple myself off? Did you actually have that thought? Yeah, and then I thought, you know, not another. The irony was, I swore at the end of last year there'd be no more deaths on boot camps, and yet this, the, the sweet irony would be the third death would be actually of my myself and i thought no we can't do that anyway so yeah welcome to another episode of tuscan lads talking shit around the world we work as dating coaches for men with a focus on meeting women sober in the daytime or in the nighttime maybe either one essentially days. what it is is basically not relying on tinder or dating apps to meet women so that can be or getting really fucking smashed up in a club and then slobbering all over a woman that you find vaguely attractive. Which, to be fair, we've done a fair bit of this trip as well. well Often when we, we have run, our moments. We, when we run boot camps in Mexico, Colombia, Brazil, there tends to be some bar game mixed in just because it kind of suits the culture and it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Today, we're going to be discussing our schedule for 2021 with a few anecdotes thrown in from these places, trying to give you a descriptive element. You're going to probably hear the sound of some of these places and be like, what the fuck? Unless I'm a nuclear physicist or I work on an oil rig, why the fuck would I even consider going there? Um, and to be fair, the uninitiated, when I was back in the day, people were like, oh, I just came back from Minsk. I just came back from Kharkiv. I just came back from the Siberian border. I was like, what and the fuck like, is what? wrong with you? Yeah. But the thing is, coming after having traveled to a few cities, those are the places that are the most interesting. When you walk into a bar, the music sort of stops and everyone looks at you. It's quiet for about two or three seconds. And then it, then it carries on and then it's normal. Those are the places that are actually fucking interesting apart from, you know, other than the stereotypical big cities that you go to. Yeah, so just to kick things off, January 2021, myself and the Goose, Les Ganzo, will be running boot camps Les in Thomas. Bogota, the Colombian capital. Very cool place, nightlife steaming, women are hot, they fucking love foreign men. The amount of successful video over the last five years that I've, I've encountered taking particularly American guys who seem to have an obsession with Colombia over yeah. to Bogota it's been great Medellin will also be there which is kind of the second city a bit more loose a bit more not I wouldn't say dangerous but edge of the edge of the seat it's got that element to it it's a very cool place nonetheless Colombian women just to sum them up are basically a hotter version of Mexican women and more friendly and, and more, more friendly but more just to, to sum up to the guys that are listening to this what would you say are the two biggest differences between say not Mexico and Colombia but Medellin and Bogota I'd say between the girls and the culture Bogota for me is just a safe pair of hands you have this central area called Zona Rosa which we encourage you to stay yeah which is kind of touristy it's quite safe the nightlife is booming Medellin is a bit more it's a big bit more, city, isn't a it? A bit more edgy, big city, but it's, it's got its charm as well. But having a nice mix between those two, honestly, if you like Colombian women, you're going to enjoy either. It's not really, it doesn't really matter. It's the difference between apples and pears, you know? Mm. It doesn't really matter. It's more about what suits your dates. Just a quick recap as well, for those of you who don't know, on the boot camps, which myself and Les run, the reason we, we only really offer group training is because... You're in an environment where two or three of us, there's a team of six of us coaching, right? And we'll often mingle between, sometimes on bigger boot camps, it'll be all of us. Sometimes it will just be a couple of us training. The ratios tend to be two to one. So if it was myself and Les in Colombia, for example, you'd probably have four students and the ratios are really good. We want to pay attention, but at the same time, we understand the, the experience of having banter with a group of guys. Yeah. And it's so much more fun than just 
you know, trading someone one on one, one on one, because in between the sessions, they're able to go off and wing with each other. And also, you know, you're able to stay with each other in, in apartments, pull girls back from nights out. And just having other people in the city that are doing the same thing as you just makes the whole thing a fucking a great experience. Yeah, well, one thing that we always talk about is that it's so important not to only focus on just approaching girls with us. You need to have banter with your mates. You need yeah. to be having fun because then that's going to be directly translated into the conversation. You're walking down the street with your mates. You're t- telling them about a funny story. You see a girl, hey, what's up? And you're in that social mood already. And it's just a good sense of camaraderie, like you say. You know, it's really fun. Like the guys that we just coached in Guadalajara, they really had that vibe as well. Completely different kettle of fish, different backgrounds, different culture. But they, because they had this common sense of uh, purpose, they were here to obviously develop themselves, pick up girls. They bonded on that level and they'd go out and have dates with girls together. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's one of the only things in life that I've seen. Maybe you've seen something else, but... (laughs) that bonds people from all races, backgrounds, ethnicities and age. Yeah. You know, you can get a, a 58-year-old stockbroker charging around with a 19-year-old history student uh, and they're genuinely bonding and, they're and becoming mates because they're in it for the same reason. Yeah. Before we carry on, let's just go over the schedule quickly for 2021, specifically Latin America. Yeah, and, so and further on. on top of um, the, the two... Medellin in, in tw- the 21st to the 24th of Jan and Bogota 28th to the 31st of Jan. February, we've got the big one, so Rio Carnival. There's a reason I've been there five years in a row. <clears throat> There's only two places I've been to five years in a row. <clears throat> I've got a frog in my throat or gonorrhea, I'm not sure. Not Thailand. So or a frog with gonorrhea in my throat. <laughs> not Thailand. Not Thailand for the ladyboys. We were having a talk about ladyboys yesterday. I'm not sure how it came up. Don't talk about that. Right, my mom might listen to this. Will she actually? No, I don't think so. But if she does, don't. Um, Rio Carnival. It's the only place alongside Helsinki I've been five years ago. I rarely revisit places unless there's a particular reason to, i.e. I fucking love the spot. I cannot sing the praises of Rio highly enough. We're going to be going with a fucking mega boot camp this year. It's going to be 10 students and five or six coaches. And some very, very interesting coaches that we've been going on about for years Mr. K-Dog Millionaire yeah if he shows up um, we've got a a selection of cool guys and also a cool group of students as well and before we get any questions going oh but the official parade is off yes we know we don't give a fuck I never have done we go there for the street parties that they're called blockos which take place booming around the city during that week mid-feb in a nutshell, Brazilian women are extremely friendly, extremely feminine. They love meeting foreign men, and it is a known as a singles person's event, Rio Carnival. So you go there for a good time, and you have a fucking good time. It's life-changing in the sense that there's a vibe to Brazil, especially in Rio during New Year's or Carnival, where it, you just can't really describe it, and you become addicted to that feeling. A bit like a, a Xanax or a crack addiction. You can't withdraw without pain to your soul and you end up just going back, it's that good. So, highly, highly recommend. It's the world's greatest party, come out and join us there, or at least get in touch with details maybe next year if we're fully allocated. Yeah, and we're sure. running a, a couple of boot camps either side of that as well. São Paulo, the biggest, the big city in Brazil near Rio. A bit more classy, women are a bit hotter, speak multiple languages, a bit more switched on. I always usually go there after Rio Carnival to detox. And ironically, the hottest women I meet in Rio always tend to be from São Paulo. Yeah. Hence okay. why I kind of go out there to try to tap some loose ends. We're probably going to hop around the Amazon a bit after that. We uh, plan on utilizing our 
extremely advanced fishing skills to survive I'm catching piranhas yeah, and I'm uh, expecting blood diamond-esque stuff from you I'll jump in head first our Rhodesian accents everywhere we, we're running around in a loincloth take me back to my roots man I told you before I came to London I was like Mowgli jumping from tree to tree <laughs> you, you vaguely civilized me and then tur turned me caveman again there's no hope there's no going back this time so good time should be good in March, we're going to head back to, we're still going to be in, in Brazil in March exploring. So again, get in touch if you want to join us for that. We're going to be kind of open to you just joining wherever we are, no set plans. But April, we're back to Mexico. So where will we be in Mexico in April? Uh, we are going to start again in Tulum, if I'm correct. No, we'll... Tulum's at the end. Oh, Tulum's at so the end. So starting in Oaxaca, which is this cool kind of market town. Lots of mescalerias there, sampling our our mezcal, creating our mezcal addiction and, and satiating that as well. Uh, it's a cool market town, it's got a buzz to it. There's a nice blur of tourists and locals. So it's a cool place to start off. After that, we've got Puerto Vallarta, which is almost like Playa de Carmen-esque beach town. Lots of tourists, mm. but a nice mix of locals as well. And we're gonna be smashing that out of the park and then finally the big one, Tulum and Playa de Carmen as yep. a seven day boot camp. Tulum is basically almost Saint-Tropez on steroids, but in Mexico, beautiful people, beautiful beaches, expensive fucking pricing but a great place to be practicing day game. Yeah, day game. for sure. It's just the reason it's so good. There are a few reasons which we'll, um, we'll talk about now. The first is that there's a lot of money there. It's there's a lot of Americans coming over, so it's very built up. And this is one thing we spoke about. Money always attracts beauty. So you've got a high influx of really, really attractive women coming in. Plus it's a holiday destination. So everyone is there for two or three days and we experienced a similar sort of phenomenon here in, in Playa, which is, when you meet tourists it's game on you know you want to be taking them out either on an instant date or you want to be taking them out that day um taking them on a date and, and going home with them and that in tulum is basically just sped up massively combine that with amazing weather combine that with just an awesome beach mm -hmm. and you have the perfect recipe for absolute disaster in the best sense of the word which is why we are going back there yeah beautiful chaos it shall be beautiful chaos not disaster get in touch any of these interest you info at jamestuss.com we, we encourage you to see the approach academy accelerates the 10 weeks learn game program before you come on a boot camp the reason being you can build that resilience and actually learn to habitualize this and normalize this where you are and then you can join us and we can tune you up obviously looking at your body language listening to you adjusting things the more advanced stuff but it's super important to get this shit down. So when you go back to your hometown or home city afterwards, it's not back to square one. It's carrying on from where you left off. So that's why we created it. This is what we do as a profession. We really care about how the best way to learn this is. And that's where we try and make you do the approach Academy Accelerator, followed by the bootcamp afterwards. Into May, I will be out of action on some personal jaunt to the Peruvian jungle uh, for the first half of May. But the second half of May, I am going to be in Tibsili which is the capital of Georgia. Very cool happening place, former Soviet Union. Women hot, level of English high, level of tourism low. Okay, uh, so you've got that gringo effect, Absolute gringo effect. It's All basically like Odessa 15 years ago, or, or Minsk five yeah. years ago, where you're gonna be one of the few English speakers approaching there, but women are gonna respond very well to it. Yeah. It's gonna be cool, university is still in full, full swing. Hopefully the most of the restrictions around Europe will have been lifted by then. Uh, vaccines coming into play. But also May, it, it's, a, it's a great time to get back to Europe, especially Eastern Europe, because the weather starts to heat up. Yeah. So for me, it's like a no-brainer to go there. And then June, we've got an, we've got an extraordinary, uh, somewhat risky, but also 
hilarious jaunts to Turkey. There's obviously a lot of controversy with me around filming. Uh, that might be your last trip. It could be my last trip. Luckily, we were, we've got the protection of a faux American Turkish tour guide who's actually sitting with us right now, He's listening. Recording, recording. He's recording. This, uh, known under the code name as Huevo Negro. But we have the cover of the fact he looks very, very Turkish with his mono brown, his love for Donna Kebabs. But also he speaks fluent Turkish, so he's able to act as our kind of tour guide. And if we get into a sicky situation, I'm hoping he can just jump in in fluent Turkish and be like, oh, my idiot gringo friends, they have no idea what they're doing. Please forgive them. And then we'll go ask for forgiveness. Yeah, we'll just go and have some tea. Is that do people drink tea in Turkey? They drink yeah. coffee, like Turkish yeah, coffee. Actually. Turkish coffee is so good. Yeah. And Turkish delight. Smooth, oh, smooth man. things oh, over. Delicious. Smooth things over. Offer them a plate of Turkish delight. And then be on our merry <laughs> way and try and uh, impregnate half of the local populace. We have uh, Istanbul as a four-day boot camp, followed by Antalya, cool beach resort in Turkey, followed by Izmir, similar cool beach resort, beautiful Turkish women. As much as Turkish guys will hate to, hate to admit this if they're listening, they, Turkish women do have a thing for foreign men. Um, they yeah. want to, there's no stigma around dating them. It's under the cover of darkness, obviously. And without getting too culturally into it, obviously there is a strong religious influence running through Turkish society. So most women are expected to be fairly, shall we say, innocent upon committing to a long-term relationship. And that's where cold approaching comes in as a foreign guy, as in you can be that kind of release of the pressure cooker for, mm. for her, but she doesn't know you, you can't judge her, you don't know any of her friends, and you're kind of a dirty secret, but a brilliant position to be in if you enjoy that kind of thing, which I'm sure you do, Les. Of um, course. Not sure about me, I've got the halo on these days. I know. We digress slightly. So Turkey, the whole of June, is gonna be cool, and then we finish with Mykonos, which is this Greek party island. Beautiful people again, lots of fucking money. I remember my mate went last year and there's a bar called Scorpio's and he was like, fuck, it's got cheap Mykonos now. I was like, what do you mean? He goes, it was 32 euros for a beer what? in this Scorpio's place. So I think the key is, obviously we can do it on a bit of a budget. We, we've got some links for good accommodation, but the key will be just focus on doing the cold approach to the day game, not standing around like an idiot in one of these overpriced bars, not approaching, trying to look Spending apart, hundreds of euros on drinks. Which is what most men will do in Mykonos, and that's the, the value add we provide, is teaching you to basically accept the fact that as soon as you step out of a bar, no one approaches, and that's where we can really capitalize and pull girls instant date. So I'm super excited for that. Um, Mykonos is a brilliant place. It's a bit like San, uh, Tulum in, in some way, so if you're picturing that. Yeah. Um, but an island and people are just from all over. Um, but less Americans, which is always a bonus. It's, a, it's that whole holiday <coughs> mentality. They're not there for a long time. They are there for a very short time and they want to get fucking loose. And you are there to what's, help them do that. Absolutely. What's coming up in July on the schedule? <coughs> so in July, there is Moskva, Russia. Yeah, Russia. <coughs> we're going to be fo focusing on purely Russia and, and uh, Georgia again for the whole of July, so summertime in Russia. It doesn't need much introduction. Actually, maybe it does for people that haven't gone to, to the former Soviet Union before, but Russian women are probably the world's hottest girls. They are the world's hottest girls, for sure. They've There's also no got some of the that. world's biggest attitude problems <laughs> and some of the world's greatest resting bitch faces. There's no such thing as a free lunch. There is no such thing as a free lunch, as we found out multiple times this trip. But the, the dividend payoff is if you've got, uh, if you're able to handle yourself as a guy, you've got your shit together and you're able to approach, you're not intimidated by beauty, you can date some of the world's hottest women by yeah. cold approaching. Well, it's that whole thing is, is exactly what you say, where obviously they do have, you know, they know their value. They know that they are fucking attractive. They know attractive. your value as a man. They know their value <laughs> as a woman. They know they're fucking attractive. But the, 
the opposite the the good thing about that is that they do enjoy very dominant masculine guys so if you are able to you know put yourself in that box or really convey that side of you or develop that side of you they will they are very submissive when they do give themselves to you they, they do really become yours it's um, that boiled egg analogy isn't it very hard exactly. on the outside when you crack through soft and gooey on the inside and actually some of the most loyal and most genuine people I've ever met are Russian. Yeah. But it just takes the fact you've got to manage that cultural difference between actually kind of getting to know them, right? Yeah, well, I actually quite like that because then you <coughs> actually have to work for that sense of trust and that you genuine. build with them. It's genuine, it's genuine because you know that then if a girl just opens up to you and gives you sort of everything, tells you to do socket secrets, opens up physically to you too fast, you know that she's, you're not that special, right? And it's, so it's good when you're talking to an absolute stunning Russian woman. She's a bit cold and you're like, yes. I know that if we get together, it's going to be genuine. She's going to like me for me. And that relationship is probably going to, yeah, it's just going to be a lot more fun. A lot also more genuine. very useful as a place, even if you're not particularly up to scratch with seducing Russians, where you can go on multiple dates a day. <coughs> it's very easy to go on dates in Russia and Ukraine. Yeah. Um, a lot of them turn out to be time wasters who just want to learn English. But the flip side to that, benefiting you as a guy, is you get to spend time with very good looking girls who are testing you. Desensitizes you completely to beauty. Absolutely. So yeah. that Moscow is going to be brilliant, the capital. We're going to be there early July. And then we're going to go to the Russian Ibiza, which is called Sochi, which is going to be an absolute blast, basically full of Russians. My mate was there last year who's a... English dude living in Russia who speaks Russian yeah. and he said it was like shooting fish in a barrel really? as a foreign guy you don't he didn't even need to speak Russian he was deliberately not speaking Russian and just just speaking English yeah. and he stood out against the whole thing like in sexual market well. economics yeah you just put yourself uh, in a place where you're, you're a scarce asset and automatically your value rockets and some of the, the levels of beauty he was showing me in the videos was outrageous they are the hottest women I got don't know how to explain no. they're, just, they're just yards ahead there's something different about them google, the way they look the google, way they walk for guys, guys listening that were kind of uh, just thinking this all sounds like some sort of sochi sounds like a japanese sex move google sochi russia uh party girls and you'll see uh, some incredible women and it's just fished off our uh, instagram and youtube from last year um yeah, there's nothing else to say, but that's going to be a blast. I'm really looking forward to that. We're going to head in there. It's going to be on the beach. It's going to be, we're going to be the only foreign guys there. We're going to be cold approaching and we're going to do some real damage. I'm super excited. Absolutely. After that, we've got Batumi Beach, which is essentially Sochi, Russia, uh, but in Georgia. So the Georgian uh, beach culture, you know, think beautiful beach, beautiful sea, attractive people. Again, scarce sexual market economic value because we're the only foreigners approaching there. In August, where are we going? Flow Festival Helsinki. Again, uh, alongside Rio, one of the only places I've gone to multiple years in a row. Helsinki, there's something special about it. For me, it's my favorite Scandinavian country. They love practicing their English. The girls are all blonde hair, blue eyes, in brilliant shape. They all love to get absolutely gazeboed on a night spangled mangled. I've never seen um, <laughs> such a quantity of attractive women stumbling around at 8 p.m. on their highest of high heels like Bambi on ice, eyes boggling. But it's just part of the culture, you know, and yeah. they're very, very sexually liberated. There's no slut shaming in, in Helsinki. You can, I, I ran a boot camp there last year and all the guys took home girls, I think every single day on the boot camp. It's super easy to, to make something happen. It's just a very liberal place. Yeah. And just crazy and fun and quirky and weird. And there's just something I love about the place. But the reason we time in Flow Festival, which is a music festival, 
for the boot camp is basically what we do is we arrive and we go Friday, Saturday to this this crazy music festival in Helsinki where everyone's just drinking all day. You've been to Flow Festival before. Yeah, they build up their leads. So you can run around, you can approach 100 girls over, uh, you know, each day and get uh, literally hundreds of leads and you just start setting up dates from that point onwards. In Helsinki. For the next the, week, okay. yeah. And because of the fact that the festival takes place in Helsinki and it's attended by people from Helsinki, it's super easy. You just set up dates. Probably the, the best week. setup. They couldn't have set it up better you as can a young literally have you, you can be a few guys last year hit it hard under, under me advising them to do so. And they didn't, they, they kept approaching, but they didn't need to. They just set up a 20 dates from the leads they got that week. And they, they were having two or three dates a day. And so they weren't cold approaching other than the two first two days they just went there so it's it's fucking quality it's the way to do it um you're going to be blown away by helsinki it's such a cool place and obviously summertime it's nice it's europe september we fly to the us we've got a mix of boot camps we've got nyc new york fashion week which will be a blast some of the world's hottest girls we've got our english accents you've got your dodgy south african accent they think i'm australian so it's irrelevant just call them on leo's half step brother you could probably convince them that you actually were the actor in blood diamond and they'll be like oh i thought that was leonardo capture and you'll be like leonardo de rodizio and they'll be like oh okay i'll bend over now something like that we've got that which is going to be a blast new york is basically london on steroids one of the best cities in the world to learn this stuff um yeah people from everywhere around the globe just just there bustling hustling doing their thing we're then off to santa monica la which is always good for actresses and models or wannabe actresses and models lots of skin on show beautiful beaches gonna be a blast again that's one to, to look out for and then we're going to austin texas as a music festival we time it around which happens in the city and again similar to flow festival you're going to be charging around getting loads of leads setting up loads of dates because it's local people attending it and again, Austin is renowned for having beautiful, beautiful girls. Think of those blonde, blue-eyed cheerleaders with perfect white teeth mm. and very flexible. Um, yeah, it's hard to beat that, isn't it? It's, it's crazy, isn't it, when you think about the difference in beauty, but also the fact that all these women are attractive. Yeah. Complete polar opposite to Russia, right? Smiley, quite fake, almost plastic, blonde hair, blue-eyed American cheerleader versus stony face, resting bitch face, Russian. It's just that culture with those difference, long, isn't endless it? Legs, but they're yeah. all fucking smoking for the different different reasons. Yeah, they all have their their assets, aren't they? They all have their charms. And yeah. then finally, Montreal, which is renowned for hot women. Um, lots and lots of stunners in Montreal with their dodgy French Canadian accents will be there tearing up with the last of the summer summer wine uh, in late September, October. And then, Jesus, it's going to be a fucking full-on year. This is the last year, by the way, and I've said say this for the last four years, but this is the last year I personally am going to do this much traveling and jetting around because it's very emotionally draining to do. I love it, but when you hop from one place to the next, the next, the next, and, and all these guys are coming in, they're fresh, and it's their only trip of the year, it's, it's, it's invigorating and draining in equal measure. I can't uh, do this again. So if you really want to travel, uh, and jump into random bits of the continent with me and with Les and with whoever else is helping. This is the last time we're going to be doing it in this kind of aggressively jumping format. October, the big one, Blumenhau, Brazil, Oktoberfest, the second biggest one in the world after Munich, but so much better. It's like Rio Carnival on steroids. It happens in the Brazilian jungle. Uh, think of the girls as blonde hair, blue eyed. They're basically German looks, but they're Brazilian vibe. So really fun to be around. They're not stiff. They're not uh, inefficient. They are just Brazilian and having fun, but they're absolute stunners. And it's all happening over three weeks in the Brazilian jungle in October. We're going to be there for a week. It's going to be an absolute fucking riot. If there is one boot camp I recommend outside of Rio Carnival, it's probably Oktoberfest Blumenau. It's, that, it's going to be that good. 
after that, November, I'm going to be there in Thailand for the whole of November. We're going to be running a boot camp in Bangkok and Koh Samui. Koh Samui is probably my favorite island. It's a bit classy. It's got some talent on show. It's beautiful sunsets. Bangkok is the world's most touristy city. Yeah. From everywhere. You spent a lot of time there. That's the one nice thing about Bangkok as well is that it's not only, you know, when we go to these locations, especially the more, like you say, touristy locations, they've got a massive influx of tourists. So even if you're not the biggest fan of of uh, maybe local Thai girls, you've got the option. I mean, a lot of the girls that I was meeting in Bangkok in the shopping centers, they were young Russian models because Absolutely. there's so many yeah. there's so many agencies out there so and the best bit is they're traveling on their own so exactly. force them a to learn english and b to be more outgoing yeah so they're not like your typical russian in moscow who's got lots of social options they're on their own they don't know people and it's you know it's perfect to date people like that the environment just changes their attitude completely they become very they're very very open actually i found very russian open. on russians on tour actually very fun to be around because they enjoy vodka and they are they are fucking attractive and they just open up and honestly i'd say bangkok is probably one of the my favorite cities i've ever been to so, you will yeah. never ever get bored there there's so much to do especially the area that i really like and i think you stayed there as well sukhumvit yeah uh, i was on soy level which basically has a mixture of really cool bars and clubs which are yeah. frequented by very very hot women it's classy it's kind of like loads of russians as well yeah for those of you that know london it's kind of like the chelsea or mayfair of bangkok but not extraordinarily expensive you can still get a decent hotel for like 40 quid a night so by no means bang breaking after that coaster movie it's just paradise i mean it's beautiful golden beaches it's beautiful sea it's beautiful people there it's going to be a blast and then december bali is also going to be fucking phenomenal. It's similar to Koh Samui, it's island vibes. It's lots of kind of yoga and hippie chicks on tour, um, but they're, they're hot, they're in shape, they're go-getters. I, I just can't wait. I mean, this entire year is gonna be probably the best I've ever done. If you actually look at the variety of the boot camps uh, and the place we're going to, it's, uh, I mean, there's something for everyone, right? Absolutely. There's, no, there's not, not one place we've covered. The only place we kind of neglected would be Actually, no, you know, even if you're into your Southeast Asian girls, you've got Thailand and Bali. So Massively. I would every, say, everything's represented. Yeah, for sure. For sure. What would you say? You're looking <laughs> pensive. No. You've got a scowl on your face. I had, I had, I had my goldfish. <laughs> the ultimate fucking travel list for <laughs> an Alaska's Mr. Odisha is scowling into the sunset. <laughs> it's got his scowl on. I had my, had my goldfish moment. I was just going to say the South. When I was in Thailand, I think the Southeast Asian girls are the most attractive of the of the Asian girls, That's and they, point. and they are probably the most open and they're just fun, friendly, warm-hearted people. As fucking gay as that sounds, they're just nice to be around. Really, really nice people to be around. So highly recommend that if you're into Asian girls. I'm just going to do something. This is just kind of shooting from the hip here, but just yeah. something a bit controversial, which probably guys will criticize me for. But, you know, it's a question I get asked a lot, so it's worth covering. If you're a black dude, where should I go, James? I get that frequently on email a lot. Um, if you've got thick skin, like one of our coaches, Mr. Kofi, and you don't mind getting a bit of stick from people, then you can do a lot of damage in the former Soviet Union. But the caveat to that is guys will take offense to you being there. So yeah. you've got to be able to just be prepared for like shit happening. Gofi said that he had a little bit of flack. Yeah, and, and he approached a lot and he's a, he's a really nice guy and do, but we're mates with him. He won't mind us speaking about him because he's anonymous. But yeah, he's got a thick skin. He doesn't take anything personally. Whereas if you're a guy who, you know, maybe you're American born and you're quite proud of your African-American heritage and you're not going to take shit from people, I wouldn't recommend going to the former Soviet Union because you'll get into trouble because you're going to react to people, what people say. Whereas Kofi just lets it slide off his back. 
you're going to do a lot of damage in Scandinavia. Sweden, Oslo, Finland, you're going to do a hell of a lot of damage there. You're going to do a lot of damage in New York and London. Those are the main places I'd recommend. Um, as an Indian dude, I've got a lot of British uh, Indian friends and they absolutely clear up in the US. So if you're British Indian with the accent, you'll absolutely clear up in any of the US locations in September. Or if, of course, if you want to go off on your own. And Scandinavia as well. And a lot of Indian guys in Scandinavia who are doing a lot of damage. Again, you've got to be able to cold approach, but you're going to have, you're a, you're a scarce asset, you're going to do well. Um, and then just general recommendations for, I love, Les is a bit more chilled than me. Uh, apart from when he gets intoxicated and then he becomes an absolute fucking six foot five, 230 kilo South African rugby playing monster trapped in a small body. Uh, but mentally, just a, just a fucking Hulk-like character. Um, I love party day games, so fast escalation, these crazy parties where everyone's there for a good time, not a long time, and pulling girls home quickly. So I heartily would recommend guys who have a similar thought process to me on that. Rio Carnival, Oktoberfest Blumenhau, Helsinki Flow Festival, are there any uh, that you particularly recommend on that list? Um, I would say just in alignment with your... A little bit more chilled Odessa as well. It's got quite a nice party environment. Not a festival, but they've got the beach coupled with downtown as well. It's quite small, so you go there for about 10 days max, but still very cool. And a on, little bit in, of both. in line with the Odessa vibe, if that's kind of your thing of the option of party, but also relax, then I would recommend looking out on our bootcamp schedule, Tulum and the Plata Carmen bootcamp. Oh, absolutely. Tulum, uh, absolutely amazing. Batumi Beach as well would be an obvious one. Sure. Um, and if you want more kind of high-end stuff, kind of Tulum level, Mykonos is the obvious one. But there is something to float your boat with everyone. We deliberately mix up the locations, the, var the variety, the dates, so it fits everyone's schedule. If you have doubts about which one to book, or if you're thinking about booking several, that's fine. We can give you a discount the more you book, but please get in touch, info, send an email to me info at jamestusk.com and what we'll do is we'll include your whatsapp number we'll jump on a call and you, we can go through all your criteria you like so dates you're available type of environment you prefer to learn in type of women you like what you're actually looking to achieve and we can go in detail like i know these places inside out it's the one benefit of traveling like a headless chicken around the world for the last five years i know place in detail i have all this information stored up in my brain so i'm able to obviously divulge it to you guys and, and figure out the best fit for a place to train I've waffled on and off. We're going to go and do some filming now. It's our last empire to come in. So peace, and we will talk soon. Info at jamesstuff.com if you have any questions on any of these locations, and I'm looking forward to seeing you at some stage around the globe. Peace out.